You're listening to the Breakdown Duo with Deb and T-Wise. They break it down to build you up. Let's join this mother-son duo as they break down tonight's hot topic. All right, what's up, everybody? This is T-Wise. I'm here with my mom, Deb. Hey, everybody. It's so good to be here today. Excited about sharing some of the adventures that I had while I was in Israel and Greece. Yeah, we. Uh, I did one of these on my own and then took a week off because knew we were going to have some uh, fun stories and all that. Yeah. Coming back from your trip. So um, I know today we wanted to cover a few stories that you had. Um, And again, just to reiterate, you guys went to Israel, spent some time going different places in Israel. And then you got on a cruise ship and you went over to Greece and Turkey. So, wow. Yeah. uh, Well, why don't I start off uh, by just asking a couple of questions and then sounds good. I know you've got a few things you want to share, but um, just, Let's do this. In Israel, yeah. What was the um, most fun place that you visited, or site des- destination? Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's that's kind of tough. Most fun. Probably the most fun was the Dead Sea. Watching everybody try to swim and mm-hmm. try to keep their mouths shut. <laughs> Like it's 30% salt. And if you happen to get any of it in your mouth, it takes like five hours to get the taste out. So mm. everybody's trying to be so careful. And in being careful, half of them trip or slip or, yeah. And yeah. I'd been, I had sunstroke the day before. So I was banished from swimming. So I was the photographer. So it it was delightful, and not just not just the group I was with, but watching other people, because you saw every size and shape trying to float in the water, <laughs> and it's so easy to float that yeah. it's hard to to stand up, and you have to come to shallow water to stand up, and they would be out. Oh, probably looks like a bunch of pool floaties oh i'm telling you it was fun <laughs> i i laughed for about a solid hour just watching people trying to maneuver the whole thing yeah so that was probably the most fun um okay and then what about greece uh well probably fun was santorini and mm-hmm. we should have done our homework work and should have known what we were going to see, but we didn't. And it's just, it's a, it's, I think it's the oldest volcano and the biggest caldera. So it's just so extraordinary. You, mm-hmm. You're climbing up this mountain that's just ugly and it's, you know, lava and rock and nothing. And, and it's terrifying. You're in this huge bus going on this little skinny road on these tight curves. Oh my word! And you, all of a sudden, you come over to the top, and it's like this amazing, gorgeous villages and cities. It's yeah. just—it was crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, Dad and I had a lot of fun there. Yeah, so that was that was good, good, good night. And did you have a? Because uh, I know on most trips, especially if you go with other people, yeah, there's always one instance where something doesn't go according to plan. Yeah, and uh, it can either kind of ruin things or it can be really hysterical. Yeah. And, you know, like when you tripped at the airport and broke your arm. Yeah. Um, it did not on this trip. That was a different yeah. trip. But yeah, was there something in the trip that happened like that that um, just kind of threw a hiccup? And, and if so, how did the group or how did you guys respond to it? Yeah, there was there was one day that was really, really, really rough and embarrassing. And I'm not going to go into it, but the group handled it great. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just say we were on top of Masada for an hour and a half climbing around the ruins. It was 120 degrees Hmm. and several of us got sick. And I actually left <laughs> left part of my stomach on an archaeological <laughs> ruin. It was like, oh, no, no, this can't be happening. But it did. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, Tyler, because you asked that question. 39 people we traveled with, all ages, all abilities. Some just had knee surgery. So all kinds of things in the group. and. I, I've got to say, at the end of two weeks, we went everywhere with these same people for two long weeks. We were not ready to part. It was the way we came together was pretty incredible. Yeah. We made some new lifelong friends that we'll just cherish. All right. And so, yeah, right. so that was good. So what's uh, what's something that you took away from the trip? Well, there, there's a couple stories I want to tell you, but um, one of the things that's so interesting about being, especially in um, Israel, you it's like you have ancient and modern all in one. For instance, you get it, you get to Tel Aviv, and you get in the airport, and you see all these Hasidic Jews, and they're the ones you know that are completely dressed as you would expect a Jew with the black hats and black robes and curly haired, you know, little ponytail things down their cheeks. And, and then they have headphones on and their iPhone in their hand. So it's such a unique mix of ancient and you're, you're driving in these gorgeous buses. You're, you're in the right in the middle of the desert. And they're telling you, you know, they can't get water here. And yet you're seeing plush olive trees because they have figured so many things out. And then you turn a corner and there's the. Like a shepherd, exactly how you would think a shepherd would be dressed with his entire flock. And he's moving them from the after out of the afternoon heat mm-hmm. right on the side of the mountain. And, and so and then. 50 feet from there is a gorgeous resort. It's such a mix. Yeah. And, and so your mind is always kind of going back and forth. But I, I want to tell you a story. So many things surprised me. 
you know, like when our guide would be telling us a Bible story and you, you are reading the Bible. So you've heard the name Herod, Herod the Great. So have I. What I didn't realize is Herod the Great was a genius. It's amazing what he created. His palaces, they're just phenomenal. Like the sewer system, the, the, the water system, how he figured all that out. No wonder he was called Herod the Great. It, it's just crazy. So you, you names and, and stories that you've heard, some of them even challenged me. And, and one in particular, our guide said, how many, it was right after we'd seen uh, the shepherds, the, they're called Bedouins, Bed, Bedouin shepherds. Anyway, he said, how many have ever seen the picture of the shepherd with the sheep on his shoulders holding the shepherd? And, you know, I mean, holding the sheep and everybody goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said, how many? have been told that that picture represents the one that was lost, that the shepherd went and found the one, left the 99 and found the one. And, right. you know, we're all, yeah, absolutely. And he goes, yeah, well, that's really not what that picture means or represents. So that had my attention because I'm like, what, what is it? What's a true story? Well, get this, Tyler. The story is the shepherd purposely breaks the leg of one of the sheep. They break its leg and then they put that sheep on their shoulders and they care for it for the weeks until it's healed. They do everything for that lamb and completely take care of it. And that lamb gets to know that shepherd in an intimate way knows his voice, everything that happens for that lamb, the shepherd has to do for him because he can't get around. He, he Until he's well, then that lamb becomes the lead. And that lamb will lead his flock just by a simple whisper, a light voice. He'll do exactly what the shepherd wants. And he becomes the strongest leader of the flock. So that picture represents that shepherd training that lamb and caring for that lamb. So it becomes interesting. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Now I, I have to rethink, okay, so my shepherd, my savior, is that why I have to allow myself to be broken? Or is that why in my brokenness, I learned to lean on the, savior on the lord and as i lean more i become a better lead i mean i thought you were going to say that uh that that's really interesting i thought you were going to say so now i need to break dad's leg yeah. <laughs> i was i was shocked at the story i i was just i was writing everything down because i'm like that's amazing to me and the analogy just goes on and on and yeah. on as far as how differently we might look at our woundedness and our brokenness in that God allows in our lives. Right. Because I mean, this, this lamb would not be the leader of that flock if it hadn't been broken and wounded. And, and 
look who God uses. Mm-hmm. You know, we it, it's not the superstars. He uses the people that have been. Yeah, I just think it's it was amazing. And there were so many stories like that where I've been taught since I was little. Even I didn't grow up in church, but my grandma had that picture and that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Well, you know, we've talked about stuff like that before of how um <laughs> in a lot of sermons you know, a pastor will get going down something that you're like, oh yeah, I've heard I've heard this sermon before. And and then when you go and you start doing your your own devotions and reading through the Bible, and all of a sudden you get to that that passage that the the pastor was preaching on, <laughs> and and you're like, wait a minute, why didn't he talk about the ten verses prior to that or the 10 verses following because that's really the story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I think we all kind of have a tendency to. Yeah. You just, misunderstand. there's so many surprises. Like uh, I was telling you last night, the pool of Bethesda, that's where um, the lame man, you know, wanted to be healed and it, it, all over Israel, which I didn't know are hot springs, which makes sense. And so that's their healing waters, and it's full of minerals. And the pool of Bethesda, in my mind, I just could envision this small area and a guy sitting by the side of it. It's huge. And what they have uncovered, I mean, it's it's enormous. It's a huge place. So all of a sudden, the whole picture of what you've had is a little guy sitting by a pool. This is <laughs> This is like a small city thing. It, so, yeah. It was fascinating to see that kind of stuff come alive. But one of the things that that really challenged me, and maybe it's because I'm a pastor, so I think of things that way, but I think it'd be good for our people to hear. You know, when I can't tell you how many times our leaders that invited us said, this will be a trip of a lifetime. You'll never forget this. This will be life-changing. You're going to walk where Jesus walked. You're going to stand on the mountain where Paul preached. You're going to see the prison where Jesus was held in the dungeon. It's just so many things. But what they don't prepare you for is the fact that to get to every single one of these places, because tourism is the number three income for the whole nation of Israel, the Catholic Church has built a church over every one of these monuments because mm-hmm. wherever there's a miracle or a sighting, that's where they want people to come visit. Right. And so they built these gorgeous churches. Wait, you mean it's not for the church? It's because of tourism? It's oh, yeah. interesting. It, I know. And so you think, okay, wait a minute. You walk into this beautiful church where Jesus preached the Beatitudes, and you have to mentally go find a bench somewhere or a patch of grass to sit down and just mentally say, I am on the mountain where Jesus Christ preached the Beatitudes, because literally the whole mountain is this gorgeous church. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is you have to look for it. Mm You have to seek it. It's no different than it is here. We can go through a day and miss the miracles. 
we can miss the sightings because there's so much stuff covering it up and in the way. And and so well, one of the things that you were telling me earlier is, you know, you go to get a picture of one of these holy places. Right. And all of a sudden you get bumped to the side because you got all these other tourists that are trying to get the same picture. Yeah. And all of a sudden now you're mad at them because they're invading your space. And then you totally forget that you're in this amazing place that, you know, has so much reverence and, Oh, or you've got a, you know, like you drive on the road here where we live or we're in Sri Lanka, wherever you are and you get cut off. And all of a sudden your good day has turned into a bad day. You're in this holy, amazing place. And all of a sudden you hear the guides fighting. And when they fight, they fight in not English. And it's strong and loud and powerful. And one is saying, you, you've had your time. Get out of our way. We're going to take this now. And you're trying to pray. And I mean, you, some of the times... Dad and I had to just force ourselves to focus in so we didn't miss this moment. One of the coolest things that happened, we actually got to go out in a boat onto the Sea of Galilee. And so now we're seeing all these places that Jesus walked and mm-hmm. preached, and, and we're seeing it from a different perspective. And it's so powerful. And we're, we're probably, I don't know, 100 yards off the shore. And the captain simply turns the engine off and we just drift. And it it's just silent. There's probably 70, 80 people on this boat and it's silent. And then he begins to tell you what it was like when Jesus preached back toward the shore. And it was such an amazing moment. You know, of, of that silence. So, yeah, there were some particularly awesome times that um, even in the in the desert tomb where you in the garden tomb, excuse me, where you get to see where um, Christ was laid. And it's very close to Golgotha, the mountain he was crucified on. Even there, you know, you're waiting in a line and you're and you're not supposed to take a picture because it takes too long. So we had to really fight for those sacred moments. And I'll tell you one of the coolest, coolest moments dad and I had, there's a garden at the garden of Gethsemane. There's an, a side garden and our group went there. Our guide was able to get that private for us. And we had devotions there. I mean, we had 30 minutes of devotions, which was so cool. And then our guide said, I want you all to turn around. And we're looking at the wall, the old wall in Jerusalem. And we're looking at the Golden Gate. And the Golden Gate is the gate, the only gate. I think there's, what are there, 14 gates, nine gates? I can't even remember right now. Um, It's the only one that's sealed. Mm -hmm. Because it's the gate that Christ will return through. And we are looking across the valley. At the gate. Mm. And just down from the gate is the pinnacle of the temple where Jesus was tempted to jump off. And it's right there in front of us, and there's no noise. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we weren't even all taking pictures. We were just taking 
the moment in. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's pretty pretty powerful to have read so much scripture mm-hmm. and then just see it. It's real. It's right. right there. Right. Yeah, Very that's cool. uh, that's pretty amazing. I I know Dad was like gearing up for it. He never wants to travel until he's actually traveling. Yeah, and then he always has a good time. He's so happy when all that. But to get him to want to go is another story. It is. And yeah, um, I remember, and it was like maybe four days before you guys were leaving, and. He was like, well, I don't know about this. And, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I've you know, I, I heard this and that and whatever, whatever. And he's like, I'm just really trying to have a good attitude and have no expectations. And and I was like, well, good for you. You know, yeah. and yeah. I, I knew it was going to have a blast. Oh, and that was amazing. Sure enough, like the very first text I get from you guys, <laughs> it was like sometimes in a text message, you can't tell the tone yeah right and but man it was like you guys were standing right in front of me and i could see your faces i could hear the tone in your voice everything and i was like oh yeah they're both having a great time oh so just it's just amazing and people you know it's just like anywhere you go people make it Mm -hmm. and and we we were supposed to go with some of our best friends and they had to cancel and so it was just kind of dad and I, and everybody kind of went in small groups. Like there were five in this group and four in this group. So we just kind of mingled with each group. And those people that we met made the trip for us mm-hmm. because, you know, we, when you're, when you're sharing, you're, we're standing in this amphitheater that seats 60,000, 60,000 people, however many bazillion years ago. And I'm like, first thing I think is, what? If they're there all day, what do they do when they have to go to the toilet, you know? And I happen to say it out loud. And like 10 people are going, that's what I was wondering. (laughs) The next thing you know, the guy takes you down and say, now they have this amazing system. And you're just like, they figure everything out just like yeah. we do. Only it's just, you know. So it, it's just so fun to to make new friends and and sh- because we share faith mm-hmm. and and the Bible and these stories, you have this instant chemistry sure. together. So yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. But um, I tell you what, just just I just came back really encouraged. Even if I've never been to Israel, with with the internet now and people going there and doing TV shows, you can almost feel like you're right there. Yeah, you just got to give it a little time. I think the movie The Chosen, uh, people are really into that because it it makes it seem so real, and it is real. I mean, we stood where this person stood, and this person stood, and and um, and you saw, you see exactly what you see in America. You see exactly what you see in Brazil or in Poland or anywhere else. You see good, good people. And you see people that are thoughtless and unkind. And, you know, you just try to be that person that goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
it was great. It was a really great trip, and I'm very grateful we got to do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. More stories to come, but I love that. I just wanted to share that first story about uh, the shepherd, because I thought that was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I I definitely agree. That's uh, a fascinating way of looking at that. And um, I would assume that most listeners are going to be in the same boat that both you and I are. Yeah. Like, wow. wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I think one of the things that's, it just remind, I just want to remind everybody who's listening, look, we've, we've talked about our daily devotions a lot. And that is what made our trip because we, our wake up calls were 530 and 6 a.m. And we were on that bus by 730 and didn't get off that bus till five or 530. It was all day walking and driving and seeing things and and the first thing we did in the first 10 minutes on the bus was have devotions all together so we started the day with such a good focus and so when we got into situations that were awkward or challenging for whatever reason i mean there were some people that couldn't make some of the climbs they just couldn't get to the top like when we went to the top of the acropolis and masada it's too much and so, you know, figuring all that out, everybody had such a good attitude because we started out on the same page with those devotions. So just, I mean, it doesn't matter where you are, home, abroad, Europe, Asia, wherever. It's the same tool that works. Right. Keep your focus. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. All right. Well. I think that's a, a good recap and more to come. Obviously, uh, the team is back together, so yeah. we're going to be getting back in the swing of things. But uh, let's wrap it up there. And thanks for joining us this week. And we'll see everybody next time. Thank you for joining this broadcast with the breakdown duo of Deb and T-Wise. Share this podcast with someone it might help and hit subscribe. See you next week as the duo breaks it down to build you up.